Hey, and welcome back to another episode of The Growth Club. Today, we're actually going to dive a little bit into setting personal challenges for yourself and how that can end up building momentum for you and ultimately creating exponential growth. So before I dive into that, I wanted to let you know that I've set up one extra masterclass. So I've already run two and I've set one up at an alternative time slot so that it works for people who couldn't make it in the first two time slots. So this will be in the US evening time. So perhaps you can join in after work and it will also be in the AU morning time. So that will work for you also if you're in Australia. The masterclass will be on from ideas to profits, how to create market and scale an online business through digital courses. And some of the components that we'll be going through within the training is audience. So how to use a small audience and the power of a small audience, what type of programs you can create, because there's three different types of programs, which you can select my pre-sale strategy, which I love. And I think it is very highly important and it is how you can get paid to launch. So you don't actually create a single lesson beforehand your delivery strategy, so you can do a live delivery or a pre-recorded. And of course, the marketing component, which is the packaging of everything you've done before in your marketing vehicles and wrapping everything up in your email sequences. So if that is something you are interested in, the registration for that will be in the show notes. So you can just directly click the link that is available there. Also on top of that, the digital course lab is officially open for enrollment. We generally only open doors to DCL once a year. So this is what we're planning to stick to. We haven't made any changes so far. So we will probably only open it again next year. So this is the only time you'll be able to get in and DCL doors are open currently. The program will walk you through from A to Z, the complete framework involved in utilizing a small audience if you only have a small one and then nurturing them, creating your program, setting all that up, as well as your sales page and your marketing vehicles so that you're prepared and ready for launch. Along with the program, we're actually including three bonuses. One being eight weekly live Q&A sessions, which you will be attending with me. If you can't make it live, we will of course have replays and also a community area for you to submit specific questions beforehand. So even if you can't attend live, that is perfectly fine. You'll be able to submit beforehand so you can still get your questions answered. This community area is also there for you to make sure that you're being accountable and modules be released week by week so that I'm walking you through everything as you go and you're getting your questions answered as well. The second bonus will be the start from zero module. So this will go through how you can start from zero audience members, zero in your email list, having zero email subscribers so that you can start from complete, complete scratch. And then the third bonus you'll be receiving is the passive profit funnel. So this will be on how to turn your launch into an evergreen model so that if you have a specific period which you need to be a little bit more offline or if you prefer to be a little bit more hands-off in your business anyways, that is there for you to utilize. Enrollment into DCL will be open until 11.59 p.m. EST on Thursday 17th, which is also 8.59 p.m. on Thursday the 17th, PDT or Pacific Time in the US. Or if you're in Australia... Friday, 18th of August, 1.59 p.m. So it will close at 2 p.m. precisely. 
All the links will be in the show notes so you can have a look there if you're looking to register or enroll. Now back to the episode in terms of setting personal challenges for yourself to build up momentum and see exponential growth. If you've been following my journey on TikTok, you know that I've been growing at least that portion of my business on there extremely, extremely publicly. Prior to a challenge that I personally set for myself, I was actually running my business mostly behind the scenes. You could not see what was going on inside and everything was run very much in a systemized fashion. And it wasn't something that I was sharing publicly for people to follow and an audience to grow around that and understand what's happening behind the business. And because I started off as a service provider in terms of this business that I have itself, I was used to doing everything behind the scenes, everything in terms of marketing management, in terms of doing marketing campaigns, working with clients. I was used to doing all of that behind the scenes. So what actually ended up happening was I decided to actually challenge myself in what I like to call the 100 days of content creation challenge. So I decided to actually set a challenge for myself to build what I am doing publicly and actually bring an audience along the way as I do that. Perhaps you may know already, but I'm naturally quite introverted. So I like to stay behind the scenes. I am not naturally someone who likes to just hop on camera. I know I had my, I don't know, my modeling career and whatnot, but that was very much related to other people's business. It wasn't my business, so it didn't feel as personal. So when it came to my business, always putting my face on it was not something that was natural to me. So selfishly, this challenge was for me to actually start building an online presence in relation to my business. Now, my more non-selfish goal, I would say, was to actually show people that you really can start from zero if you wish. It is not as difficult as people think. It is mostly just the mental barriers that we all have that are stopping us from doing this. So I wanted to actually be the example, the guinea pig for people to see that, hey, I'm putting myself out there first. I am putting myself on the line and showing you that this can be done. Hence, I wanted to build it very publicly. And the funny thing is, although my audience on TikTok has grown substantially, I know that you don't actually need that many followers to actually have a profitable launch because what is actually most important is how you nurture your audience, how you make sure that they stay engaged throughout the period before launch so that they are warmed up, ready, nurtured, so that they're more receptive when launch time and promotion period comes along. This actually means that even if you have a small following, but then you also grow, say, an email list of about 250 people, and these people are highly, highly engaged, and they've been nurtured extremely well through the process, you will still have a profitable launch. Now, in terms of when I started this challenge, this 100 days of content creation challenge, I would have started exactly three months ago, actually. So on May the 14th, and some of the rules and the parameters I set out for myself during this 100 day challenge was to post consistently every single day. And if not every single day, then I would make up for it on other days. For example, on other days, I would post say four times or three times. And then on certain days, I wouldn't. So overall during the challenge, it was important for me to make sure that I was posting consistently. The timing of the post didn't matter too much to me. Which specific days I posted on didn't matter too much to me. I always stick to the fundamentals and that is what I like to focus on. 
the fundamentals and the most important component is to post consistently. So that is all I needed to do basically. And another parameter was to do about a hundred minutes of content creation each day. Now, whether this actually amounted to a hundred minutes, I'm going to be honest at the beginning, I used to actually go over the hundred minutes because if you know me at all, I'm a little bit type a, so I tend to like to be overprepared. So I would end up either scripting or writing out specific bullet points on what I wanted to talk about in the very beginning. I mean, currently at this stage, I still like to write out a few bullet points, certain things for me to talk about, perhaps on certain things, I might script it out a little bit more. But when I was starting out in the challenge, it was way over a hundred minutes per day because I was just spending an enormous time coming up with ideas, writing things down in terms of scripts. So it went overboard. (laughs) Whereas in the second half of the challenge, I would say I was actually able to retrace that a little bit and, um, I was actually able to reduce that a little bit. So I would say I was under the 100 minutes mark per day. So all in all, throughout the 100 day challenge, I would say I ended up evening everything out. I was posting consistently and reaching about, say, 100 minutes per day. The 100 minutes would consist of coming up with a content idea, obviously filming, and then also editing. So it doesn't need to just be you filming for 100 minutes because that would be absolutely crazy. Now, what I actually want to translate to you about these 100 minutes of content creation during a 100 day period is not actually for you to do a 100 day challenge and do 100 minutes per day. That's actually not what I'm trying to translate to you. What actually happened within those 100 days is what I want you to understand and for me to explain to you a little bit more clearly because it actually correlates really well to how entrepreneurship is in real life and how you develop through that process as well. If you've seen some of my TikTok videos where I'm talking about how I grew a certain amount of followers within a certain period, I've been sharing some of my statistics over there. And I would say during the first month, it was mostly crickets. And the reason I want to point this out is when you've set out a challenge, often at the beginning, your efforts, the time you spend, even though you may be spending extra time like me in preparing and thinking, brainstorming, that actually seems like sometimes it doesn't amount to anything. And I don't mean it didn't amount to anything at all. Of course, I was growing in very small increments, maybe a few followers here. Sometimes if it did well, I'd grow 10 followers and it would grow very slowly. However, the interesting part happens after that first initial period, whether that takes a month for you, whether that takes one week for you or two weeks, perhaps even two months. The interesting part happens after that initial phase of you experimenting, you getting used to the platform, you learning how to navigate and getting more comfortable around the camera happens in phase two. So in phase two, you almost become native to the medium that you're using. For example, fish in water, they don't know that they're in water. So us in TikTok, we kind of become used to the culture of TikTok. You don't exactly know how to describe it to other people. I mean, people say, oh, it's almost like you're FaceTiming your audience, but it's not exactly like that, is it? We still have to be very clever with hooks. So there's things involved in there, but you adjusting to the platform and the culture of the platform, it becomes almost native to you. And this is the part where it gets extremely interesting because once something becomes native to you, you really know how to adjust your videos in a format that is 
easier for you to grow. <laughs> Let's just put it like that. You become more attuned to being able to create videos that have the potential for a large amount of reach or virality, as they call it. Now, virality is not the aim for all of your videos. I would not suggest that that should be your aim. But in certain videos, having virality is great in terms of bringing in extra eyes to then funnel them down into more of your strategic content, which you might be sharing. And now that you've moved past phase one, where you're getting used to the platform, the culture on there, and you're trying to become a almost like a fluent speaker and native speaker within the platform, and you've broken through that, and now you're in phase two, it becomes easier for you to create the type of videos that you know will work well. And that's when you actually start seeing exponential growth. Perhaps one of your videos go viral, perhaps they don't, and you just see a larger amount of views. So throughout the duration of phase one, I would say that I grew up to about perhaps 8,000 followers. I started off the challenge with a thousand something. So I was getting close to 2,000. And then I started off my challenge and I grew to about 8,000 very steadily and slowly. And then once I hit the about 6,000 or 8,000 mark, I can't quite recall, I grew exponentially from there. And once you have that exponential growth, From there, the next few videos that you create is actually a little bit easier to have higher views. It becomes easier for you to gain higher views because you know what works on the platform, you know what doesn't. And also TikTok will reward you for that as long as you're doing the right things that are necessary on the platform. So now I am sitting at the end of month three of my 100 day challenge, doing 100 days of content creation for about 100 minutes and... I would say I actually only needed two months to get the majority of the results I needed. The first two months was all I needed to get the exponential growth. And how this correlates to growth in entrepreneurship and in your business is that there is going to be that initial period of nothingness, of things not working out, of things being highly slow. Maybe you can see glimmers of hopes here and there, which is what I saw. Um, Certain videos would do a little bit better, certain ones did not work, and then I would focus on the ones that did slightly better and see what the difference was in what I did in those videos that performed better compared to those that did not. And then I would try and improve it from there. If I got even better results from it, then I would add on top of that. So it is almost... (laughs) identical to everything in entrepreneurship. You are trialing and erroring through this period and you're not seeing as much hope as you wish. But once you go through that period and once you go through that phase, finally after that, and once you become more fluent in the language and just the experience of being in entrepreneurship, you experience phase two, which is where the exponential growth happens. Now, personally, for me, doing the challenge was not a method for me to wait and see when this exponential growth would happen. It was literally just a challenge for me to set and for me to have the expectations of, hey, I'm probably going to gain a few followers here and there. I'll just do it as consistently as possible and see how much I grow during this period. It was My expectations were around the fact that I'm just going to grow slowly and steadily as I go. In fact, I think the number 10,000 at the time, 10,000 followers, was a very high goal for me. I was assuming that I would not be able to reach it, but that's ultimately what I wanted out of the end of the 100 day challenge. I thought I wouldn't be able to reach it. I was hoping for over 250 email subscribers from TikTok alone, obviously. 
I've surpassed that greatly from TikTok alone. I now have just under 5,000 and profit projections. I was just, I was not even thinking about that. Let's be real. (laughs) But as I've progressed throughout my own entrepreneurship journey, what I've come to realize is there are specific periods that I like to allocate towards challenging myself towards specific things. I like to allocate, for example, a a quarter of the year, for example, three months towards something to really see what type of results I would get out of it. Again, if you know me well, you know, I like to stick to the fundamentals. I like to stick to what is working, focus on that, see where I can get the most results and hone in on that. So if I, at the time, I didn't have a large audience on any of the public platforms because I like to be behind the scenes. That's just my personality. So When I looked at TikTok, Instagram, and all those different platforms that I could be on, as well as my podcast here, I just looked at where is it going to be most efficient? Where am I going to enjoy putting my time in the most over the next two months or three months, whatever I'm challenging myself on? And where will I be able to reap the most rewards? And to me, that was TikTok. It was going to be an easy format for me to create videos, not have it be too, too polished like Instagram and be able to film on the go, although that was not really my style since I did a lot of preparing anyways. But the fact that I was able to dedicate a specific time period towards something and really hone in on that aspect specifically is what allowed me to see such great results. Now, I purposely did not even focus on Instagram. If you go to my Instagram now, you will see that it's crickets over there. And I've done this purposefully and I really don't mind because if you think about it, if I had scattered my energy into doing my podcast, doing my TikTok, going on Instagram, oh, and then now in the middle of my challenge, threads appear. So if I went on and I tried to challenge myself with that as well and creating posts on threads, Oh, and you can't forget that there's shorts on YouTube. So creating a YouTube channel. If I was focusing all of my energy on multiple different things, I would have burnt out majorly. I mean, even during this challenge, I could not post every single day because some days I just didn't feel well, basically. I just had depleted levels of energy. So posting on all of those platforms just definitely would not have worked out. That is something that you want to add as you go. And as you've already got one platform, nailed down. For example, now that I've got my TikTok nailed down, I might move into focusing a little bit more either on YouTube shorts or perhaps on Instagram. And before this period of exponential growth that I've experienced over here on TikTok and through building my business publicly on TikTok, previously before that, when I was doing services, I had exponential growth there also because that's where I was dedicating all of my energy. (laughs) I put all of my eggs in one basket and dedicating all of my time and energy into that, making sure that my clients were happy. Hence, I had such quick growth, exponential growth over in that sector as well, because I wasn't pitter pattering in different things. Although I understand that this is really dependent on time. I understand. I mean, right now I'm still juggling multiple things as well, but the majority of your spare time, like where are you going to focus that energy into? That is a specific question I want to ask you. So if you have a skill set or an area of knowledge that you are hoping to monetize through digital courses, are you willing to dedicate the next few months into honing in on creating that digital course and that digital program for your audience ready for launch? 
If you are, I would like to officially invite you again into the digital course lab, and I'm hoping to see you inside DCL. If not, I'm hoping that you use the value that you've taken away from this episode today to set aside a different challenge for yourself. Whether that is joining me in DCL or not, if you're setting aside a different challenge for yourself, I hope you can hone in on your own growth by allocating the time resource that you have on a specific area in which you want to see results. After you've set a challenge for yourself, your results that you see may be larger than mine, may be smaller than mine. But the fact that you're able to set aside a specific amount of time for yourself to focus your energy on one particular thing and anything else that comes about, whether, for example, for me, that would have been Instagram posting, YouTube shorts posting, that would all have been distractions. So all you need to do is focus your time and energy into something for the next two to three months so that you can see significant growth in that specific arena alone. So whether you're joining me inside DCL or you're hopping on to the masterclass that I have, or perhaps you're setting up your own specific challenge that you want to play out over the next few months, I hope this episode has been valuable for you in reminding you that there may be a slow little phase at the beginning. So make sure you don't slow down, you keep going, because perhaps when you move into phase two, you will have larger and even better growth waiting for you on the other side. If you've enjoyed this episode today, make sure to click the follow or the plus sign so that the next episode lands directly in your podcast app of choice. All the links that you might be looking for will be in the show notes as well. Don't forget to keep building, keep creating and keep striving. I'll see you in the next episode.